What's going on, everybody? Welcome to Red Zone Radio. It is great to be here. Great to have you. I am Robert Wampler. We got a lot of stuff to get to today, including previewing those conference championship games. We will also be taking a look at some possible outcomes, destinations for Deshaun Watson. Plus, we will be taking a look at Phillip Rivers and Drew Brees' career. So stay tuned. That is all coming up on Red Zone Radio. All right, let's take uh, let's take a first look at some possible uh, destinations for Deshaun Watson. So it is possible that he will stay with Houston. I 100% believe that. They have some issues. Yes, they got to get them worked out. Yes, but I 100% believe that there is a possibility he could be the Houston Texans quarterback next season. With that being said, I also believe that there's a strong possibility that he is out of Houston next season. So let's just talk about some of the destinations. You know, teams that need a quarterback that be willing to shop around get Deshaun Watson. So you have New York. You have the New York Jets. You have the Jacksonville Jaguars. You've got the 49ers. You've got the Patriots, some people are saying. Nobody's talking about the New Orleans Saints. It, it makes so much sense to me. So first of all, I understand they want to stick with Jameis Winston. And without, with all due respect to Jameis Winston, I don't think he's the answer for the Saints. And I think Sean Payne has got to be very careful about this. You just had one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time at the controls of your team. You have to understand, Drew Brees and Jameis Winston, although they're on the same team, are almost complete opposites. Drew Brees may be shorter and not that mobile. He's thrived in football with his mind. He has thrived by making smart decisions and by being extremely accurate. Jameis Winston has kind of been the opposite. He has He's very mobile. He's bigger. He's got a bigger arm than Drew Brees physically, but he's not as accurate, and he doesn't make the best decisions. He broke the record for all-time interceptions. So how about taking a look at that and, and, and just sort of digesting what that might do to your team. you got to understand this. The Saints are in an offense this very moment, and they had the defense this very moment to win the Super Bowl. They, they could have won it this year. They, they sort of choked versus the Saints versus the Buccaneers, in my opinion, but they could have won it this year. They could at least made it. And Drew Brees was very physically limited these last few years. Let's just be honest about it. I love Drew Brees, one of the all-time greats, but I think Drew Brees has been very limited with his arm strength and his mobility. Early on in his career, he had a little bit of arm strength. He, he, I mean, he had a decent amount, and his arm kind of got shot towards the end there, and most likely he would retire. New Orleans is the perfect team for Deshaun Watson. It, it just makes so much sense to me. You are looking at a quarterback. First of all, he came from Houston, uh, it, which is a where he played half of his games, home where he played all of his home games in a dome in Houston. He's not going to want to go to New York. That not only is a complete and total rebuild, but that is freezing cold when you do play home games. Jacksonville is warm. They're in a complete and total rebuild. San Francisco is warm. But once again, San Francisco may not be able to afford Deshaun Watson. And just so much money. If there's one team right now that can afford Deshaun Watson that is not in a complete and total rebuild and that is a good fit, it's New Orleans. If I'm Sean Payton, I'm getting on the phone today and contacting Houston. you got so much trade value. First of all, you can trade a first-round pick. You can trade some of your players that you can just replace in the first round. You've got 
so many offensive pieces. You've got so many defensive pieces. I believe Sean Payne's a great coach. That would be overwhelmingly a favorite to win the NFC next year. It would just be amazing, especially you got to picture this if you are a Saints fan or if you are just sort of looking at this kind of skeptical. The Saints fan just the Saints just came off an era with one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. If you throw Jameis Winston next year, this is totally assumption. I'm basing it off of how we're going to have fans again, okay? If we have fans again next year, and you throw Jameis Winston out there, after you just had Drew Brees, yes, I know he threw three picks towards Sam's career, but overall he's been a very good decision maker. And Jameis Winston start throwing, starts throwing all these picks with this talent around him. You are not only wasting this team, you are wasting what Drew Brees left over for you. And I understand he didn't put this team together, but he he's leaving you a team that, that's going to stay there a couple more years. He, if you replace Drew Brees with Deshaun Watson, those players are going to want to stay there. You replace Drew Brees with James Winston, I don't know how long those play, how long those big, talented players, defensive backs, Alvin Kamara, all those guys are going to want to stay there because they're like, well, the decision-making by the quarterback, which could be James Winston, is going to cost us wins. And yes, I totally understand that's what cost him this last playoff win, but it didn't. It wasn't always that, right? That was a sort of a one-time thing in the back, in the end of Drew Brees' career. I don't think you can stick with Drew. Brees. I don't think you can stick with James Winston, and I certainly don't think you. Can, I certainly don't think think you can stick with Taysom Hill. I love Taysom Hill. He's got a big arm, extremely mobile, but he just is not a great thrower of the football. And I understand it's like, well, those two guys have been waiting their turn. I get that, but at the same time, sometimes you got to make moves that hurt people and that don't always seem fair. And getting Deshaun Watson, while it may not be fair to James Winston or may not be fair to Taysom Hill, putting Deshaun Watson at the at the controls of your team, if you're Sean Payton with all that talent, you'd be an overwhelming favorite to win the NFC. I don't think Tampa Bay can beat that. And that's the other thing you got to think about: the Saints are in a situation where. Even though they won the regular season and they and they and they really sort of uh, demolished Tampa Bay both times they played them in the regular season. Tampa Bay, this is now their division. I understand they technically have not won it yet, but beating them out in the playoffs is the same thing in my mind. This is Tampa Bay's division right now. You can either make a decision to get someone that will not only win you back to the division but will win you the NFC, or you can stick with someone. That yeah, he make you might put up great stats, but at the same time, he's putting up thirty interceptions. I mean, Jameis Winston broke the record for interceptions. I don't get it, and it's not that I don't like James Winston. It's not that I don't think he could be a good backup, but I would not put him at the at the lead of my team. The Saints need a good quarterback. They don't have a draft pick to get one. You've got tons of players you can trade. The Saints are in a rebuild. They're in a situation right now where they took out where you take out Drew Brees, he retired. What do you do now? What do you do now? We saw what happened to the Patriots. They lost Tom Brady, they evaporated. But that's because they didn't have any other town around them. I know people are like, Well, the Saints aren't gonna be good for a couple of years, gotta find someone to replace Drew Brees. They've got all the talent. The quarterback is going to make or break this team. If you get to Sean Watson, I would not only pick that team to win the NFC, I may pick that team to win the Super Bowl. It just makes so much sense to me. I mean, you've got you've got you've got tons of cap space. You've got players to trade. In my mind, that's a place that 
Deshaun Watson would want to go to. You've got a fan base that would welcome him with open arms. It doesn't really make sense to me. And I get there there are a lot of quarterbacks available. Carson Wentz, maybe Jimmy Garoppolo, depending on what the 49ers do with him. Deshaun Watson is more talented than both those guys. Bigger arm than both of those guys. He he has not been in a slump like Carson Wentz has. You have tons of space right now to not only trade players, but to pay Deshaun Watson the contract he wants. No other team in the league can say that. If you're the 49ers, you're going to have to get rid of half your half your players when you get Deshaun Watson, or you're going to have to make everybody take a pay cut because Deshaun Watson is not going to work for chunk change. If you're Jacksonville or New York, you're in a total rebuild. If you're Indianapolis, I don't know how much you can pay Deshaun Watson. Yeah, you've got some pieces around you. But if I'm Indianapolis, I don't have the money to spend on Deshaun Watson. You just got out of Drew Brees' contract if you are the Saints. Trade some players. Your defense is good enough. Your offense is certainly good enough. And your coaches are good enough to beat Kansas City and beat that team. I'm not saying they will, but they, they will definitely have the opportunity to if they get Deshaun Watson. In my mind, it makes perfect sense. There are tons of destinations for Deshaun Watson. New Orleans is the best one. All right, so uh, speaking of Indianapolis, I'll just talk about Indianapolis. Deshaun Watson going there. Uh, Philip Rivers has called it a career. And in my mind, he's a Hall of Famer. I know, you know, he got on some people's nerves with all the trash talk and stuff, but I thought he was a, uh, you know, it was always sort of joking around, never taking it seriously. He'd always shake the guy's hand at the end of the game. You know, it, the thing that's always interesting to me about Philip Rivers is nothing that he had really in my mind. He didn't really have a skill set that was elite even in his prime. His arm was never elite. He never had great mobility. He's not really that big. Even even his even his football mind, it is good, but I mean it's not Tom Brady. Football IQ, it's not Drew Brees. And, and he's not going to go down as Drew Brees or Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers or Troy Aikman. But he certainly will be one of the better quarterbacks in NFL history. He certainly will be remembered by, you know, he may not be historically known as Tom Brady. But 20 years from now, if you bring up the name Phil Burris, people will know who he is. He made the Chargers relevant. The San Diego Chargers, not the Los Angeles Chargers. But he made the Chargers relevant. And I think uh, he deserves some respect. And I get that's not a reason to be in the Hall of Fame. But I think based off what he did with them, with the talent he had around him, he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame, in my opinion. All right. So, it, if we get two great games this weekend, and then, and then I think whatever the matchup is in the Super Bowl will be great. Just a disclaimer, I am picking the Chiefs to win the Super Bowl no matter what happens. But we do get two great games this weekend. We get the Chiefs and the Bills, and we get the Packers and the Buccaneers. Now, Let's start with the NFC Championship. So you get the Packers and the Buccaneers, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, and it's in, it's an interesting situation because I saw a tweet the other day that someone posted out. They said, Aaron Rodgers is better than Tom Brady, but Tom Brady is still the GOAT. And then it said, you know what I mean. And you sort, of do get what, you sort of do know what he means. Physically raw talent, I don't think anyone would tell you Tom Brady is better than Aaron Rodgers. Accomplishments, I don't think anyone would tell you Aaron Rodgers is better than Tom Brady. But Tom Brady will go down as the GOAT, at least you know for a while. And I don't think Aaron Rodgers can surpass him. But I think Aaron Rodgers does realize what this can do, how much this can either help or hurt his legacy as a football player. So he can essentially send Tom Brady packing, home 
home victory at Lambeau Field and have a chance to win another Super Bowl, a second Super Bowl. Or you can let Tom Brady send you home, home field, even though he's beaten you many times before. You can let Tom Brady send you home, and he could potentially go in his seventh ring in the Super Bowl. I think if you are Aaron Rodgers, you have to do everything you can to stop that. And it will, because this could really, I don't, it's not going to make or break his legacy. Like, he will always be one of the all time great quarterbacks in my mind. But you're looking at accomplishments. Two rings is a lot different than one ring. And six rings is a lot different than seven rings. Both are remarkable, but to have that seventh ring and to for the game to, the game before for Tom Brady to have that seventh ring sending Aaron Rodgers packing at Lambeau Field, I think Aaron Rodgers knows how much this kind of their helper hurt his legacy. Green Bay's on a hot streak. When you look at Tampa Bay's perspective, it's interesting because they come in this season, I think everyone sort of had the same opinion on them. They either could be great or bad, people are divided on them. And you know what? It's funny is they were both throughout the entire season. When they were on a hot streak, they were arguably the best team in the NFL. However, when they were bad, they were terrible, one of the worst teams in the NFL. Extremely hot and cold season. They're on a hot streak right now, but so is Green Bay. I'm going to pick Green Bay to win this game. I think Aaron Rodgers uh, is more used to the cold. Tom Brady certainly is used to the cold playing in New England, but that whole team isn't. Bruce Arians, I don't think he's better than Matt LaFleur. I'm picking Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers knows his Super Bowl window is closing. I'm picking them to beat Tampa Bay. We get the Chiefs and the Bills. Should be a great one. Chiefs, Bills, first time they get to be here in 25 years. Uh, Chiefs will be home. Uh, although Pat Holmes' health certainly will weigh on my decision, I'm still going to pick uh, the the Chiefs. I think Pat Holmes will be good to go. I think they can win more ways than just having Pat Holmes throw it around a lot. And I don't think that... And I don't think that the Bills know how to win any other way than having Josh Allen throw it around the yard. He's just, they don't have a run game. They don't have a line of scrimmage on offense. And their defense is good, but it's not going to stop Kansas City. I'm picking the Chiefs in that game. And with my prediction, we'll get the Chiefs and Green Bay in a Super Bowl. It should be a good one. Uh, but honestly, any Super Bowl we get, Tampa Bay, Kansas City would be great. Tampa Bay, Buffalo would be great. Green Bay, Buffalo would be great. Any of those would be great. Uh, but I am I, I'm going to pick Kansas City to go to the Super Bowl and come out of the AFC and Green Bay to go to the Super Bowl and come out of the NFC. Coming up on Red Zone Radio, we're going to be taking a look at what the Houston Texans should do with that coaching job. And if them getting Eric Bieniemy would keep Deshaun Watson in Houston. Plus, we'll be talking about some of the big names that have declared for the NFL draft so far. So stay tuned. That's coming up on Red Zone Radio. Welcome back to Red Zone Radio. And just to wrap up here, I wanted to talk about Deshaun Watson and Eric Bieniemy. So, Houston could get Eric Bieniemy, and they may keep Deshaun Watson in town. Houston certainly is head coach. Eric Bieniemy would certainly make a great candidate. But the problem here is that I think part of Deshaun Watson's frustration is he's been here for a couple years now. And it, it, he he understood what he was going into, going into Houston. You know, they had DeAndre Hopkins. They they were a playoff team a couple years ago. And it's not like they've gotten better since he's been there. They've gotten worse, and it's not and it's not that his performance. It's because they trade players like 
DeAndre Hopkins. It's because they clean house. It's because they get rid of their coaches. And it's a poorly run organization. And I understand it's frustrating to get out of there. And I understand Eric Bannon. I I don't necessarily know if he would keep him there. But for Houston, it's sort of a win-win situation because even if Deshaun Watson leaves, you're going to be leaving yourself in the hands with a great coach. Eric Bannon should be the coach anyway. Or you get the Eric Bannon and you get to keep Deshaun Watson. So I think Eric Bannon is the way to go if I were the GM of the Houston Texans. All right, well, the NFL draft is coming up this April. Some big names have declared Justin Field, Trevor Lawrence, uh, a lot of other big names as well. But I think uh, I, I cannot wait for the draft. You know, the season is good, but the offseason can be great as well. We're getting a lot of trades, Sean Watson, big name trades, NFL draft trades. There's a lot. Of, I'm, I'm curious to see if the team's straight up to get people. Uh, but we're just talking about some big names that have declared. And, uh, you know, Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, all these quarterbacks going to be available. Najee Harris, Jalen Waddle, uh, Devontae Smith should be great. Can't wait. Uh, but thank you everyone so much for listening. Have a great day. I will see you next week on Red Zone Radio to recap the conference championship games, preview the Super Bowl, but thank you everyone so much for listening. Have a great day, and God bless.